0: What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you all for tuning in. Um, I know it's not quite Halloween yet, but we're not airing on Halloween because we're going to be running our own haunt. So we're going to be doing it all on this Tuesday. We're actually recording this a little bit early um, so we can prepare. So you you might notice a few different things that we're doing tonight for this Halloween special. For those of you who don't know, Halloween is our Super Bowl. Like, we go fucking nuts. By the
1: way, this is... I can't hear me, dude. This is
2: JD.
0: Yeah, I was getting to that. So thank you for tuning in. As always, I'm your host, JD Spookpaw, and hauntingly beautiful one to my right is Cat. Um, yeah, the puns just get worse from here.
1: Oh, no, no. I have a couple of jokes pulled up. So what uh, What kind of horse does a ghost ride?
0: Um, no clue.
1: A nightmare.
0: <laughs> oh, who did, told the, you the <laughs> Who did the
1: ghost take to prom? His ghoul friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, a, I'm done. Maybe. Surprise,
0: Maybe there was no his mummy one.
1: No, that's to, so typical, so predictable. No.
0: So tonight we are going to be tasting a few uh, beers that I got for my birthday earlier this month. I have not tried these yet and they were they were brought over. So let's uh, try that. We're going to be doing the, um, what is it? the Southern Star Brewing Southern Brunch Citrus Shandy. Say that eight times. It's uh, brewed in Conroe, Texas. It has 4.2 ABV. Um, let's try it out. Awesome. So what
1: um, is up with this music? Holy crap.
0: It's spooky Halloween music.
1: Ooh.
0: Sounds like something that would be in the background of like a Rob Zombie flick where it's got kind industrial. It sounds like industrial... it needs to be
1: on Indiana Jones. Like, hubbub shibai. <laughs>
3: Halima.
1: <laughs> mm. so let's see. You can smell the orange.
0: Oh, you can smell you can the orange smell before you even it. taste it. It
1: smell, It smells like orange Fanta, but it tastes it's almost really like delicious. Blue Moon with the orange squeezed in already. Yeah, it's, it's really Really, really, really good.
0: So yeah, if you can that find is, that wherever you're at, if you can find the Southern Star Brewing, wow, that is really Southern good. Brunch Citrus. It's actually really yeah, damn good.
1: It's a citrus, thank shandy. you, Brandy and Eric. Uh, thank was you, awesome. Brandy. That is delicious. So
0: we're gonna be taking a few phone calls tonight. We're gonna be uh, having Frank, uh, one of our prior guests. He's come on to tell his uh, some of his ghost stories. He was a paranormal investigator or is a paranormal investigator on his off time. He's also involved in a lot of Halloween haunts as far as you know the the putting together the the ghouls and ghosts and blood and gore and all that shit at yeah. the places you walk through. So uh, we have a lot of things in common that we're going to be talking about. So, and then we're going to be telling you the ghost story of the house that we lived in that we've talked about a million times, but I've never told you all about it until tonight. So just make sure you stay till the end to hear the hell hole that we lived in. That yeah. was like hell, literally hell. Uh, yeah, there
1: was like a portal and everything. It's no big deal.
0: So let's knock out these sponsors so we can get right into it. So, our first sponsor, as always, is Five by Five Brewing Company, founded by. Uh Army vet George Rice, their battle-born Texas-made veteran brewing company based in Mission, Texas. With beers like the 40 millimeter stout, Brunette Bombshell, and FUBAR, it's no surprise this brewing uh, brewery is taking over the Texas markets from the valley to the coastal bend. Ask your local bar, restaurant, or grocer to start carrying 5x5 Brewing Company today. Uh, you can find them at 5x5brewing.com, Facebook.com slash 5x5 Brewing. You can call them directly at five or excuse me, nine five six-four four five. 5421, or you can email him at info at 5x5brewing.com. Boom!
1: Good for you, man. For you. <laughs> Next up, the Legion alone of Officers, founded by Air Force Security Forces veteran, Nick Carpenter, who would have been on the show tonight, but he had a conflicting schedule because he and his wife are very into the occult and they I'm sure he has some amazing stories as well.
0: We're gonna have to we're gonna have to Maybe catch up year. into another haunted Yeah, episode. yeah.
1: Or next year, you know, we'll we'll still be here probably. I don't think we're going to get shut down, not zucked or anything. Uh, so the Legion of Lo- Loan Officers is America's mastermind for smart mortgage professionals where you learn to attract at least 10 realtors you love working with. Get your free copy of Nick's book, The Loan Officer Strategy Gu- Guide at loanofficerstrategyguide.com. Just pay a small shipping and handling fee and his wife will get it straight out to you. So you can get that by going to facebook.com forward slash Legion of Loan Officers forward slash.
0: Then we got OMOG Construction founded by Marine vet Seth Knox and his buddy Matt Anders. They're general contractors serving the greater Houston, Texas area with a focus on concrete. No job too big or too small. From residential to commercial and industrial foundations and pads, OMOG Construction has you covered. You can find them at omogco.com, facebook.com slash omogco, or Instagram, omogco. That's OMACO. That stands for one Mexican, one wedo. Wedo uh, is Spanish slang for white dude. Oh, you're knocking over our props.
1: I was pointing to you. My bad. Sorry.
0: I worked okay. so diligently to have those. Diligent? Diligent. Yes, diligently. Are, are you going to talk about the Veteran podcast?
1: I, I am once you stop talking about how diligent you were when you put up the doll heads. Don't shush me on my own motherfucking show. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> so, next is the veteran talk show with Ryan Smelt, who wipes standing up. A soldier, an airman, and a Marine walk into a bar or a room. Whoops. Oh my God. I'm already fucking it up. Uh, a veteran talk show is the punchline. Veteran talk show is more about the veterans on the show than the ones who watch it. A unorthodox version of therapy. They talk about things they with each other they haven't told anyone else ever until now. So, working to support sexual harassment victims, assault prevention, and stopping veteran suicide, they maintain a resource page on their website, including Richard Kaufman's book, Uh, A Hero's Journey. Come watch The Organized Chaos at www.veterantalkshow.com or facebook.com forward slash veteran talk show.
0: Boom. And our final sponsor for tonight is Pirates Coast Realty Group with Wendy Johnson. If you're buying, selling, or leasing in the Texas Coastal Bend, give Wendy, the pirate girl, a call, and she will find your treasure. Whether you're looking for your dream house on the beach or a buccaneer to buy your empty crow's nest, Pirates Coast Realty Group gets you the gold. You can find her at facebook.com slash thatpirategirl. uh, Email her at thatpirategirl247 at gmail.com or call her at 361-205-2048. Call her during business hours. Don't be a dick and call her at like 10 o'clock because that's just just rude. Don't be rude. Don't Don't be be rude.
1: rude. Don't be that guy.
0: So without further ado, we are going to start our special Halloween episode. Uh, we're going to bring Frank on the air. Hello, Frank.
4: Hey! What up?
1: are you, How's voodoo mama juju?
4: Exactly. <laughs> got to get in the Halloween spirit. Uh, yes, 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 we
0: do. Yes,
1: we do. I got my little skeleton shirt on here.
0: So, yeah, we're doing... Uh, I know that you've seen kind of the stuff that we're doing online. Uh, we do a a haunt in our front yard. Um, yes. This year, we are having... Um, it's got four different sections to it that you have to walk through. Uh, there's a uh, separate photo area and you don't get the candy until you walk all the way through it. I don't care if you're three or 53. You can go fuck yourself. You're not getting the reward until you do the whole thing. Um, we've added a mortuary that I'm still in the process of building and a corn maze this year. Yep. Um, if anybody's watching this wants to come by, it's free to the public as always. If, as long as it's in my front yard, we're never going to charge for it. It's all for the fun of it. Um, As long as it's in the front yard. Yeah, we're going to outgrow our yard eventually.
1: So if it moves to the backyard, you're going to charge people?
0: (laughs) No, if it moves to the backyard, we're just moving it to a whole new location.
4: (laughs) Awesome. So what kind of haunts do you work on? Well, I say 2010, I actually co-directed a haunted trail back in Ohio where we ended up turning a youth camp and the whole trails into a haunted trail and everything else. And then recently, out here in California in 2019, I was able to turn the um, Lakeside River Parks. They maintain the walking trail, Mm -hmm. and we turned that into a haunted trail. And in 2019, we did the um, Wild Wild West theme. I like to do theme style haunts. Oh yeah, and um, they just they just seem more More put together if
0: there's a theme to it.
4: Exactly, and then you have a storyline, and it kind of goes through with everything else. Um, Last year, of course, got canceled. This year, the county didn't issue us the permits with. In time, so I had to cancel this year's. And this year we was going with um, the Curse of the French Quarter, which is a New Orleans voodoo oh, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah As yeah. you see. So, but yeah, so um, I, I enjoy it. I've I've been in scare acting, I think since two thousand five. I got into it at a couple of haunts back in Ohio and everything, and it's plus with my experience in the paranormal and stuff. So it, it's so- been a good fit
0: let's say somebody out there wants to get into scare acting and how would they do it?
2: They'd
1: come to our house on Halloween.
0: Yeah, please. By all means, <laughs> you are watching this. We still need more. We need more people to be here to, for the scares. We have yeah. a lot of people had to back out for conflicts of interest or not conflicts of interest, uh, conflicting um, schedules. Schedules. Thank you. Uh, so, but
4: wherever so, people are out there that are watching this, where would they go? Well, the thing is, is there's not really a school to teach people how to be scare actors. You know, scare acting, as you know yourself, is a totally different entity whenever you're in entertainment. You have to be able to use facial expressions, body language, um, physical interaction and stuff like that. And be able to read off of people's, you know, you have to have everything set up. So you have to find that person that is completely scared and be able to go after them. But not touch them um
0: oh. so yeah that is a major rule with us is is no, no you can reach feet. at them you can lunge yeah.
4: at them but do not touch them you can scream at them don't cuss at them it's not yeah we don't want to get sued yeah exactly and you know so a lot of times in order to get into scare acting you've got to find a local haunt near you that is accepting people to come in and they're going to teach you or jump on the good old youtube um what i've done for mine is instead of me spending five, six hours to teach people, I found some really good YouTube videos that I have them sit and watch through. And it's literally about three hours of YouTube videos of watching them, how to develop a character, how to, you know, go through the facial expressions and different types of actors and different types of, you know, scares that you're looking for within a haunt. So there's a lot of things with YouTube, but find a local haunt in your area and see if you can go there. Volunteer at first. Mine we did okay. is we did a volunteer because it was a fundraiser. Um, but I'm also going to be starting this year. My plan is, is to start a YouTube series of educating people how to start doing it. So turn it into a, a course type thing of just getting people to understand what an Scare Act you know, takes. And also there's not only Scare acting, there's props, there's set design there's all that stuff that if you don't want to be a scare actor you can jump in and help out and do things and that stuff people like you know build by all means
0: stuff. yeah please come help me build yeah shit. for love god it, yeah, there's we, so many we things are, we want
1: to rig up but yeah,
0: we are the directors we are the prop builders the set makers actors. The actors like we do we started in july this year um starting with with props and, yeah. and sets and stuff and, and we're gonna actually gonna
1: it. have to start in november for next year <laughs> yeah I'm
0: just, yeah uh, We I, way uh, too
1: much crap we want to do for next year so
0: i bit off way more than i could chew and i'm not going to finish half of what i wanted to by this ha- halloween so i'm just going to start november 1st
4: exactly Earth. that's that's what we did is you know we started in february um with ours so it's just going through it and then i we, we were scheduled to have 52 scare actors a night for four nights. Jesus So Christ. it's a lot of scare actors to do it and building props and everything else. And this year, we're going to start in January of 2022 for next year.
1: Well, I was actually asked this year cuz I mean, we've made it bigger and better each year. So, we're trying to get like classified as an actual haunt, you know, like on the on the haunt websites and everything. So, we're putting a lot more effort into it, and of course, next year is going to be even cuz we'll have the time to do everything we wanted to do for this year that we don't have the time for. So, next year is going to be even crazier. Well, people were like, "Well, uh, how many nights do you do it?" And I'm like, "Just, Just Halloween night." But everyone's like, really? You should do it for like uh, like four nights. And I was like...
0: I'm like, really? You should come fucking help.
1: Yeah. I was <laughs> like, uh, getting actors for that amount of time would
4: be crazy. We're just going to have to head up to
0: colleges next year
4: and be like, hey...
1: Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah,
4: and, you know, there's a lot of things. I'll send you guys the links that I use to get the haunt listed up to. You don't have to be really unofficial. The only thing that you have to do is look at your local state um, and county zoning laws and codes and if they require a permit and stuff like that. And, of course, you got to get the fire inspector in to be able to inspect everything and make sure it's safe to be a legally within your county or your city or whatever else. But, you know, I'll send you no, it's, the links. It's all legal because up. we don't charge. it's free
0: it's it's all free and and like i said it's going to be free forever as long as i can possibly do it that way because it's all for fun yeah um a little background like this whole thing started with my brother my brother ordered some animatronics and this was back when you couldn't get them at any of your big box stores you actually had to know what website to go to to find them you're ordering them months in advance because they weren't they were all made to order at this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so he started the Halloween stuff. He um, That
1: was over a decade ago. My he t- passed, passed away in
0: 2013. And in 2013, I took over. So we've been building it every year. And it's kind of an homage to him as far as... Because oh, yes. Halloween was his thing. And we've taken it on. And it's kind of a, a family thing. You know, my mom comes down every year. My sister uh when she can comes down she she hasn't right we got
1: yet. my parents in it last year and that was so much so fun it's,
0: nice. yeah it, it's it's way beyond just being a bunch of scares and lights and sounds and screams and blood yeah. and gore and skeletons you know it, it's
1: and yeah we have a lot of animatronics but we're actually next year going to be working on a lot of props mo- moving Props DIY, that are stagnant yeah. this cool. year are going to be moving next year nice. so we're actually have them out this year people are going to get used to seeing them as stagnant props like they were last year and then next year they're going to move
0: well i got we got Two of the old props removing again. but Well,
1: I didn't mean the animatronics. I meant oh, yeah, actual new, props. Like yeah, we, have a cradle. Build, yeah. we have a cradle with a skeleton mom on her knees next to it and a, cra- nice. a skeleton baby inside of it. Next year, the cradle will rock. I don't care what the fuck I have to do. Who's... I Dick, I have to give a mouth hug to. I'm going to get that thing. I'm going to get that thing rocking by next year. I'm doing it. It's happening.
4: Cool. <laughs> I've got a, I got a little trick for you, ins. Are you guys using that fake spider web that you buy at the store and stuff like that? No, no, I use hot glue gun and an air compressor. <laughs> okay. So there is actually did you buy the one that's actually made for it?
1: Yes. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I love that thing. That thing is Yeah, it's amazing. awesome. It is amazing. I love that. When they came and it out stayed.
1: with it. The stuff that we put last year on our on our fence our fake fencing, it stayed. So here.
0: yeah, and, and we left like about the fence that we use. Um, I leave it outside, so it still just ages. Yeah, all the time. and leaves are
1: caught in it, so now it looks really good. So now, yeah, it's, it's, it's so full cool. of like
0: leaves and funk and crap yeah. like that. So it looks even better. Um, I'm in the process. I got a bunch of new signage made. Where it's, um, I'm in the process of like the eight coats of paint to where it looks like aged bronze, but it's actually mm-hmm. just MDF. Yeah. Um, I cut out all the letters with the uh, with the
4: laser and and she glued them all on. Nice. But Frank
1: was going somewhere with that. Where are we going with the Frank?
4: Well. You know, whenever they before, like you said, you couldn't buy those things unless they were, you know, you went to professional prop place or whatever else. And then the guy that actually created it finally released it for us to be able to buy it. I think like four years ago. Huh. You know, I, you know, I've had mine for about three years now. and I freaking love that thing.
1: We bought ours last year.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: We had another one before, but it didn't work. It didn't work. Shit. No, we was... bought one
1: a few years. Like, yeah. two Two or three years ago and it didn't work. But the last the one last year, hell yeah. But was, also works awesome. off my
0: gigantic construction uh
1: air compressor air compressor. Yeah, that I have set at like
0: <laughs> ninety <laughs> PSI.
4: <laughs> so, yeah. Shit all over. It was awesome. Blow it everywhere. That's like we're doing um, this year we we were supposed to have a haunted mansion and I just I was going in there and just shooting webs everywhere. So So I have a- amazing.
1: I have a question. So you got into ghost hunting, but you said that this all the experiences started as, as a kid, correct?
4: Yes, when so, I was 11 years old.
1: So what happened?
4: So I grew up in the backwoods of Ohio. And where I lived at, literally like less than 50 yards was the train tracks. Um, and I think it was like when I was 11, around 11 or so, they stopped running the trains through. They were going to close the train tracks down. The last train that came through was the Ringland Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. So they started tearing out the tracks and we always used to walk down the train's tracks through the tunnel to get from the town I lived in called Flushing over to Holloway. And it was quicker, it was faster. Well, one time after the trains already stopped, we, we decided we're gonna go down there. It was in the evening, we wanted to go down to the um, local festival they had down in, uh, uh, I think it was the Coal Miners Festival, I think that's what it called in Holloway. And all of a sudden we heard a train whistle. Mm -mm. Now, mind you, the tracks are out. The one part of the tunnel is already freaking pushed into where you only got like little access to get into. And we heard a train, John was like, what the hell? We're looking (laughs) around, we're not seeing anything. Within minutes, we see a bright light We run off to the side, and as this bright light goes by, all we see is, like, dead people. Like, ghosts and shit hanging through the tunnel and everything else. my God. And then it went by, and literally, we ran our asses off the same direction the train went, because we didn't know what the fuck was coming that direction. Oh, my. We just ran and ran. I would have...
0: I would have been the typical white dude that you see in the movies. Like, hey, let's go see more.
1: (laughs) I would have been the typical white girl in those and I would have shit myself.
4: Well, we did. We were (laughs) were trying to find out if, you know, it it was nothing. It was just like a ball of light that went by. But it was like a damn train. And we were running. All of a sudden, it just disappeared.
1: That is incredible. That's
4: that's super cool.
1: And since you've done ghost hunting, I'm sure you've got more stories, but I think JD's got a guess.
0: Yeah, we're going to we're going to take a phone call from uh, from uh, Kristen who wanted to be on the show to share her uh, stories real quick. So let's give her a ring and dingy real quick. Let's see if, how well at t works today. Hello. Hey, Kristen.
3: Hey,
0: what's up? Hey, so you are on the air on Southpaw's Toast in the Barstool. How are you doing tonight?
3: Hi, I'm doing so well. Thank you for reaching out. I hear you guys are talking about things. Yeah, we ghost
0: are. stories. So you and got I figured you Kat had
1: here. one or two since you and I had some experiences together. So want to get you on here and share your favorite one.
3: Oh, guys, that's um, hard for me to narrow down. And Kat and I have had a couple together. Uh, I've experienced a lot in various homes of y'all's. Uh, with and without children <laughs> yes oh <laughs> uh, let's see let's let's throw way back to um, when I lived with you guys in high school Uncle JD was out of town and Aunt Kat was pregnant and she was on bed rest and I was staying with you guys um, and it was like right around the corner from the high school and I would walk to and from school worked out great for me. Um, I hope, hope I helped you guys out too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> kind of, sort of. <laughs> so while, we, while we were uh, living together there, Uncle Judy was gone at work and Aunt Kat was home and I had come home and uh, things were just feeling a little off. And so me being a moody teenager, I was like, I'm going to go to my room. And my room was directly across from the master bedroom. I go in there and I just feel really paranoid and like someone was staring at me. So it's now like nighttime. My imagination gets the best of me because I'm really five on the inside. So I run across the hall to Aunt Cat and I'm like, Aunt hey, Cat, I'm, I'm a little freaked out. I feel like there's some eyes on me in there and she's like, mm, yeah, okay, just crawl in bed with me. And she didn't tell me that uh things were going on in her room either at that point in time so we're laying in bed together and we're trying to like talk about good things and calm down and get our minds straight because you know it's just us two in this house by ourselves and we start hearing like footsteps like heels clicking In the living room, and we just ignore it. Just ignore it. There's a fan on the bedside table, and we have the TV on. And you know how the glow of the TV is kind of like a blue or gray on the walls? Yeah. Okay. We saw a silhouette lean out from y'all's closet. And Aunt Kat and I were looking the same way. And I'm getting the chills just thinking about it. And it was like shoulders up. And that's what I remember. Aunt Cat, what do you remember? Yeah,
1: we had a, a large walk-in closet that had two doors. So it looked almost like two separate closets. Well, they formed one. So if mm-hmm. you're laying in the bed, you're facing the door to our bedroom. But to the right is the closets. So, yeah, we were laying there, and it's not the first time it had happened. It wasn't even the last time it had happened. It There's happened a guy Katna, who yeah. leans out the closet door and looks at you.
0: And, and happened on the...
1: several occasions to the point where, like, J.D. saw it and was like...
0: Well, a few things about that house. Um, you had mentioned the the footsteps in yes. the living room. There was, it was uh, hard tile floors that were original to the house. house was built um, probably mid-70s. Um mm-hmm. And but there was footsteps that happened in the same. Like if you closed your eyes and you listened, and, and you could tell the direction they're coming from, they're going. It happened the same way every single time, the same yep. time every day. There's some kind of residual haunt that was yep. set on a timer. Um, mm-hmm. You could never affect it; it never changed. The it was heels just what it is.
1: sounded like boots, like but healed,
0: like, like old rawhide. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Old boots. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. But also, that house was. Originally owned by, well, not originally owned, but prior owned uh, by the family whose son I did uh, Little League with, uh, Charlie Haas. And he ended up um, passing away in a house fire at, a, at their hunting lease where the, where the cabin caught on fire and he passed away. And I honestly, I truly believe that whoever it was that was poking their head around corners and stuff was Charlie <laughs> I never felt anything bad or evil or malevolent. It was spooky, no, you know. It freaked you out. It was
1: creepy. I'll be honest. Yeah, oh,
3: fifteen-year-old teenage girl who is already um, fifteen and a hormonal teenage mess. That was a really fun experience to navigate. And thank God for Aunt Cat because. Um, I called it after we saw the head and we were both feeling like little girls and then we were holding <laughs> each other and y'all's fans flew off the side of the freaking it's true. table. The, the, the you, It was like, oh, you're not going to pay attention to me leaning over here. here. Yeah. wham, there goes your fan. Yeah, and- so
1: I, I can't sleep without a fan on my nightstand. I've been like that my entire life because of growing up with a ghost in my house and hearing it at night, I would use the fan to drown out the sound. So now I've just gotten in the habit of needing a bedside fan to fall asleep. And yeah, sure enough. And the way it flew off was almost like someone took the cord because you saw the cord stretched like someone had yanked. Yeah, it was almost like if you can
3: imagine a small table side fan sitting on your bedside table, instead of it being like knocked to the side, like away from the bed, it was like somebody had put their hand between the wall and the fan and shoved it over the drawers. So the cord was stretched and the sand was hanging. Yeah. And y'all, we didn't sleep that night. No.
0: <laughs> no. Why? Why? What could possibly go wrong? Yeah.
1: And then yeah. I realized that the guy in the closet was there all the time. Like there were, all the time, morning, night. Like he just poke out at random times, and it was just it wasn't consistent as far as time. Like like the foot the footsteps in the living room were very consistent. Certain yeah, it was. It was like nine something times times every evenings. morning. Yeah, like it, it's the same. But the guy in the closet, it was just random, and I swear to God. And it's like it didn't matter if the doors were clo- closed. Didn't matter if they were open. There's his head popping out, and you're like, "Holy shit!" I always,
0: always just assumed it was Charlie, just because that's the history. I I knew I knew the person, and with him passing, I just always assumed it was him. So I would talk to it. You know, even if it wasn't around, if I was just there by myself and just bored, I would just talk to it and just have a conversation. Maybe
3: that's why we had so many issues in Kyle. I'm saying that it was Charlie in the Kyle house. Like you'd be talking to shit that you don't, you you don't you don't know, Uncle JD. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, for a little background, almost every place we've lived has almost. been haunted to one degree or another, and. I was not always a believer. Well, I've always believed in ghosts, but I've been extremely skeptical. Like if somebody tells me their ghost story, I'm going to be like, yeah, you're full of shit.
1: Yeah, and then he experienced um, it. And he's like, maybe and then you're now, not as full of shit. And like then
0: that. now I'm like, man, am, am I full of shit? Because three of five places we live.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, but Kristen, Kristen can vouch. She was there in Kyle. You know, we talked about the footsteps uh, yeah, been... up in our bedroom. If you're saying, if you're in the living room, you can hear someone walking. Oh, if you're asleep oh, in, a, in the master,
0: was, that was hear that was a house walking. where, where, uh, where uh, the ghost flushed the toilet while I was taking a that's shower.
1: That's Right? Yes,
0: that's right. I, I was by about myself, that. and it flushed the toilet. Like I could hear the. It wasn't just the, the toilet running. Like I heard the handle move. <laughs> It flushed, and I thought the cat was back from the store. No, I was still there by myself.
1: Yeah, he called me. I was at H-E-B still.
4: That's a first, that I've heard of a ghost flush a toilet.
0: I laughed my ass off. Maybe, I thought it was hilarious. Maybe he
1: dropped a ghostly <laughs> deuce. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Hey, it's Why? a courtesy flush. Frank, it's a courtesy flush.
0: I've had those ghost poops where you wipe and there's nothing on the paper.
1: Ooh. <laughs> or you poop and there's nothing, yeah, there's nothing in the toilet and you're like, I know I shit. I've wiped. It's there. Like I shit. But it's not no, in the toilet. Ghost poop. It's not in the toilet.
0: Hey, it wouldn't be Southpaw's pills to the bar stool unless <laughs> uh-huh. we had poop talk at some point or another during the hey. episode. <laughs> so, Chris, we're going to go ahead and let you go here. We're going to be uh, talking with Frank some more and then getting on some other phone calls. But thank you for uh, taking the time out of your day to uh, thank you uh, share a little bit of, of horror story with us.
3: Of course, I have a wholesome horror story. Um, if you have another minute to spare, if not, we can... Let's do it. it Let's do yeah. it. Let's Give hear it, to us. it. Give it to us. Okay, so this one just happened recently, y'all. Um, I just had my second baby in March, and I'm a firm believer that um, when you have a baby that they are obviously fresh to this world, but their soul is... Um, is also not necessarily like new here, but they've just transitioned from that other side to here. So uh, we have a lot of visitors from the other side come in. I like to believe that it's family. And I'm standing there in my room thinking about really nothing too much, folding laundry, whatnot. And my best friend Jen is with me and both my babies are in my room. And out of the front living room, so across the house, we hear a ding, like a ding. Jen thinks, my best friend thinks that it's a doorbell. I start laughing. I'm like, no, it's not the doorbell. Go ahead and check. So she runs to the front door and she's like, dude, nobody's there. But I heard this bell. Like it's my singing bowl. And I'm a yoga instructor. I have a cabinet full of singing bowls. And each singing bowl has a pillow that rests inside of it. So I go, I pull out the singing bowl. Sure enough, there's a pillow inside of it. Take the pillow out, I ding it. It's the same exact sound. Jen turns white when she hears it. So I'm wondering, okay, who paid a visit? So I speak, like Uncle Judy did. <laughs> but I speak out loud to, to whoever was here. was like, hey, I hear you. Thank you so much for visiting. Please continue on uh, wherever you're going and have safe travels. So much love. I go back to my room. Mom calls me. Mom goes, Chris, I need you to sit down. Um, we've had a death in the family. And I said, oh no, what happened? And she goes... Yeah, Graham just passed away, and um, I just wanted to let you know that. And I said, "Oh, oh my this gosh! Did pass- oh wow! Oh. When did she pass away?" And she goes, "Oh, she passed away about twenty minutes ago." Oh y'all. my god!
0: Yeah, it she was came
3: uh, my house to get her wings oh, and to wow. see the babies.
0: Yeah, that's like right at two weeks. What did that we go? Out? It was the night that we went story. out with uh, everybody from work.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow, isn't that amazing? That's that is, and that is hilarious. very
1: recent. Holy cow! Yeah,
3: yeah. So I just, when you guys had texted earlier, we were like, "Hey, ghost stories." I was like, "Oh yes, I have yeah. a lot of really good so, ones with Katniss and Dadey." But so Grandma must have liked you more than me because
0: she didn't visit me.
3: <laughs> well, you have to get her to pick up with that lady.
1: She's like that fucker's probably in jail. I'm not bailing him <laughs> out. She's always convinced. Okay, you're in jail. background
0: on what Cat just said. <laughs> my grandmother called. Um, oh my gosh! Sorry. Called my mom at some point. Yeah. In hysterics, saying that she is not bailing me out of jail, and I get somebody had harvested my personal information to the point of knowing that my brother had just passed away and called my grandmother saying that I needed uh, uh, pretending to be me, saying that I needed uh, like 10 grand bail, bail to get money. out of jail.
1: and He didn't want to call and then me.
0: Used, used the fact you know, used Randy's name my well, sister's my name, name, all this other stuff and was trying to scam her out of money and my mom calls me up She's in hysterics. What the fuck did you do this time? I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> and she explains to me, I'm like, no, I'm on the clock right now. There's no way I could be in jail. I'm working. <laughs> and so, yeah, someone. So what I figure it was is, is and I did some research on it. And there's people that will actually go and they'll read obituaries. And they will get all the information as far as living, uh, the people that are still living.
1: Because people are pieces of shit.
0: And, you yep. And use that information to go and scam people out of money down the line. They give it just enough time where people start going back to life as normal. Mm-hmm. And then they will call the older generation, which are easy to do because you know, the older you get, you get stupid again. Uh, I guess that's how it works. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, oh, you're not
1: there yet? I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> bird. But
0: yeah, so, <laughs> He's like
1: 50 now, right?
0: But yeah, so they, they tried scamming my grandma out of a bunch of money yeah, they claiming really- I was in jail.
1: Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. So, yep, people are pieces of shit.
0: Yep. Moral yep. of the story, fuck everyone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got any more, Chris? Um, Those two are the uh,
3: most, most, well. Prevalent the ones. One the most recent yeah. one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a back pocket of a lot others, like uh, the... House on Power Street in Victoria that was haunted, and I had a fun little mental episode there. you guys don't remember
0: that, oh, we're, uh, we're gonna be doing more definitely some more haunted ones yeah. just because we enjoy the shit out of it. Um, we'll probably do another one in I March, love them.
1: yeah, we and, and one every
3: year. Tales and a couple really creepy <clears> camp, <throat> camping experiences, too. So if you guys do more.
1: Absolutely, we'll call you back. Thank you, babe. Thanks for coming right. on.
0: Thanks for being here.
1: Thank right. Love you, Chris. Bye-bye. Love you.
0: Bye.
1: Ding. What was that? Ding. Okay. Message receipt.
0: The ding wasn't me.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> I don't know where that ding came from.
1: Was it? Oh, was you? That
0: was me. Damn. So, so you're a. Uh, semi-professional amateur uh, paranormal <laughs> investigator, right? Yes. It's something, we've we've done it. And, and our love for the paranormal started from a house that we'll talk about here in a little while that we lived in that was I, I wouldn't say love haunted, for it.
1: I'd say curiosity for it. To
0: the point to where um, we've actually had wedding anniversaries dedicated to the theme being Ghosts and hauntings. No. So we went, we went to San Antonio and stayed at a haunted hotel, one the of the Emily haunted rooms, Morgan. Mm-hmm. which is the Emily Morgan. It's right across, like you can see the Alamo from our window. Yeah, like it's right next to the Alamo. Um, we, we went to that. We did bar. the haunted. We did the, the the walking haunted ghost tour through downtown. It takes you all the most haunted uh, areas. We went really to really cool history. That's what it
1: was, the Minger Bar.
0: Yeah, the Minger uh, Bar. It's one of the most haunted in bars as well. Had a really nice cigar, some brandy were yeah, there. Yeah,
1: we had cigars and brandy. Nice. It was
0: awesome. So our entire anniversary our, was based around <laughs> our entire, Paranormal. Our um, entire
1: anniversary, we were nice. like, Spirits, we have,
0: come join us. Uh, we rented the uh, Yorktown Abandoned Hospital in Yorktown, Texas. It's been on mm-hmm. Ghost Adventures, and it's yeah. also been on Destination Fear. Yes. Um, we went there between the two shows had been there. And it was just us and another couple renting it out for the night. You stay basically they just unchained the front door and
2: say, hey, how about it? Yeah.
0: And there's, there's no electricity in the place except for like one extension cord coming off the main outside. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so basically right. if you got to charge your cell phone or something like that, that's all you can Yeah, really you do. got a
1: camera, you got whatever you got, you, but, you got what you got. You don't got what they got. <laughs> um,
0: I, I definitely want to go back because since then, at, at the time we just had like a EMF meters, um, mm-hmm couple of wireless, um, digital microphones or digital uh, recorders,
2: recorders.
0: Mm-hmm. um, cameras, cell phone cameras, things like that. But since then I've, I've acquired a 12 uh, channel, um, infrared camera system with DVR. I just nice. got to get, it, I got to get well, all because the longer you know wires how it is stuff.
1: When you're investigating a place, you're in one area and shit's happening mm, in another yeah. and it's always like that. doesn't matter where you're at, shit's happening somewhere else. So yeah.
0: So, so, what I found so odd about that place is not not odd, just I wasn't expecting it is that it was an old Catholic hospital. It was ran by the nuns and the priests mm-hmm. and um so in there obviously was a Catholic sanctuary church area yes, and all the shows and all the history and all this stuff always says oh the the church is the most haunted area and the scariest area, and honestly, the church is where I felt. Most safe, most comfortable, and oh, yeah. most relaxed. We had, we
1: had a great. T- and action, I'm not like, the
0: best Christian. Definitely not. It was a like what
1: two or three o'clock in the morning when we went to the chapel. The second, like for the long period where we were making jokes yeah. and having a that, good time, and things really lightened. And then after that, the
0: air was different. We like, had oh, yeah. a
1: different night after that. Before that, it was freaking crazy. and We had a lot of experiences, but after that, everything seemed so freaking calm the rest of the night. I mean, we got a lot of recordings even after that. We got a lot of video, uh, audio, but...
0: Yeah, 95% of anything we got was um, EVP. Yeah. It's not stuff yeah. we heard at the time. Yes. It wasn't.
1: And some um, of it was... Uh, yeah.
0: And like and like I said earlier, how I'm a, a skeptical believer. When Kat and I are listening to the EVPs, we each have our own sets of headphones. And if one of us hears something, we are like, all right, stop, rewind it, and leave it at that. Nobody ever says what they think they heard because you don't want that Subconscious Power bias, of
1: persuasion, and, Power of
0: and persuasion. so we'll write down what we hear. And if we both hear the same thing, then it'll probably be more likely to be real it's than more if,
1: substantial that way. Then if it, we
0: hear different things, and if we hear different things, then we kind of write it off exactly uh, just because it can't be proven at that point.
1: Chicken well, cooking and, itself
0: in the library. What, what, what about and you, Frank? How do you like to do and, stuff?
4: And that's that's one of the things that you got to do is you have to go in knowing that you've got to debunk a lot of things, you know, and that's where having an EMF reader, for those of you who don't know, you know, electronic magnetic field reader. Um, and then you mentioned EVPs, which is taking recordings, which is electronic voice uh, phenomenon. Um, and you've got to sit there and you've got to record them. And you have to listen for different sounds. You know, like, like instance, we had one situation where we were investigating a house and it was about two, three o'clock in the morning And we started hearing sounds of like something was just crackling and we couldn't figure out what it was and we we heard it we stopped and we went back and luckily we had i think at the time we had a group of five of us and we went outside and lo and behold there was a guy out four blocks away working on his harley Mm. You know I mean? so um, explain you, it exactly so you hear that crackling <laughs> sound and you, you all know what a harley sounds from the distance you get that you know that, that yeah that, of, that uh,
1: popping and and then the
4: recording obviously <laughs> makes it a different sound than what you hear oh you yeah, hear. yeah yeah yeah. yeah i totally so get that you got to go out and got to debunk things you got to listen to them carefully and you know you have to have more than one person listen to it because like you said if you hear one thing somebody's going to hear something different and if well, you're not hearing the same thing you know you got to throw it out
1: and actually we didn't even start recording at first because there was a football game happening not far the, yeah, the
4: high school the football, high school game, football
1: game was not far like to the point you could hear the intercom you can hear them announcing plays and stuff so we couldn't even record it first because we knew that there would be noise pollution from that. So we decided to not record until a little further in the night, which is okay. It gave us a chance to kind of just do like a quick walkthrough. Okay? Get a feel for the whole Get area. Feel, yeah. Get a feel for the layout and, and kind of make a plan for the night of what we're going to do. Because there was just four of us in this big abandoned hospital so we we're like okay are we gonna split up are we gonna do this you know but, we wanted to see the smells first or see the smells but you know what i mean experience the smells like apparently that's like a thing no, yeah the, the,
0: there's the one room this how this hospital has been closed and abandoned for decades yes it, it's pretty much falling apart And it
1: wasn't a hospital when it closed it was like well not a actual hospital yeah, it, was it was like, was like a, a mental health and yeah. then it was a rehab facility um
0: but like, like There's one room, and and the the guy that was the groundskeeper, I I really enjoyed the way he did things. Is he didn't pump us full of stories, so we're ex, we're expecting certain things. He just said, okay, this was the labor and delivery, this was the R, ER, this was the nurse station, and just left it that. Didn't tell us any of the stories, so that we could experience stuff on our own without any bias. Yes. With the exception of one thing, and he's like, I want you to come over here in this corner of this room, and this room's got old filing cabinets and dust and debris and just funk of just because there's no windows as a vandals have broke out all the windows and yeah, you know, it's just, but you, there's this corner and it smelled like band-aids band-aid as soon like as it you open like bandages, the package that yeah. has a very distinct smell of band. Yes,
1: it had, I mean, it was, and it's in,
0: it's in obvious. one specific spot mm-hmm. and you step out of that, that ring or that circle or whatever and it disappears and you walk right back into it and it's just like you can close your eyes and you can imagine yourself being in a well-lit operating room with a bandage right in front of your yeah, face. it was mm-hmm.
1: crazy.
0: It's so weird.
1: It was so cool.
0: <laughs> but going back to the um, recordings, for anybody that's wanting to get into things like this, you want to start doing it. Um, what the hell was that?
4: What was that? Something that I'm trying to pull up to send to you.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah, no. if you're doing if you're doing EVP um, <laughs> recordings, whether you're using a digital recorder, you're using your phone, anything like that. Um, things that a lot of new people forget to do or don't do at all, and it's something that I learned by accident, is um, tagging any sounds that you know what they are, so you don't confuse them for paranormal stuff later. Um, if you clear your throat, say, "Hey, I cleared my throat," uh, coughing, car driving by. <gasps> oh, I just oh, yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Um, you know, anything like that that's going to you you think might be confused for something out of the ordinary when you're listening again, make sure you tag it and say what it is. That way it doesn't uh, confuse you and waste your time uh, yeah. moving forward.
4: Yeah, exactly. And it's and one of the things that you have to take consideration in a lot of this stuff is that you have to go in open minded, um, you know, if you're going in that you're expecting to be scared as hell, you're going to be scared as, you know, you're going to be scared as can be because you're in there nervous, you're anxious, and you're going to be exactly. on, on age. It's just like the whole thing of people that are the, okay, I'm going to put a curse on you. You know, it's not somebody putting a curse on you. It's you're being overly cautious and you're paying attention to everything. And then you're stumbling and tripping over everything and, you know, always wondering what's going on. Yeah. So if you go in there with an open mind, you're going to have more of an opportunity. And, you know, I, I sent in the, in the link of private chat a video that we did back nine years ago in a house and that's one of the things with this house that we've done. Huh. Is this lady claimed that there were demons and, you know, that, you know, she, her and a kid were almost hurt. And, you know, and she's trying to make money off. It, but that's another story. But so what we did is in, in a, any good paranormal investigator will actually find the story of the house and then take time to do research, find out who owned it. What was there? Any records of anything happened? Um, she made claims that it was on the lee line. And if anybody, you know, go ahead and Google what a lee line is. You understand that it's where, you know, things link and a lot of paranormal stuff happened. And she also claimed that it was part of the Underground Railroad. Well, there was no history documenting that there was any Underground Railroad there or anything else. Huh. So we went into this house and we actually started there. We just went there initially was just to go to a tour. And that's where I met my buddies now um dave swan and heather swan and we started ghost mafia paranormal
0: um ghost mafia that's awesome
4: yeah we started ghost mafia and we met it there initially in the tour and then we you know started to find we had interest and we've done this before and we started a group and we wanted to go back and actually investigate the house without a bunch of people there and one of the things that we found and i sent you the video um and we actually were able to have the entity there and our EMF meters just bounced. And we literally requested it to drop the temperature. I forget what the degrees were and everything else, but we literally Ah. watched the thermometer and it was dropping the temperature to the exactly what we said it wanted it to drop it to. That's great. That's cool. Yeah. Like I said, we got I, I sent you the link to the video on the Facebook page. Can so, we play
1: that on air? I've never tried. Let's, Let's see. We're going to We're going to see if we can play this. All right,
4: we're going to watch JD fuck We have no real quick. idea
1: if we're here. this talented or not. We don't have a stinking clue.
4: Okay, uh, so we if I can go it. That was right before I moved out here to California. It was the last share. that I did. All right. So
1: me. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> wait, what?
4: So we're
0: going to try something here. Uh, Boom. All right.
1: Nope. Ah, that
0: nope, that's not work. working. Let's do see. it the other
1: way. Go back. Try it again.
0: Uh, Give, me, me.
1: Give me. Hold up.
0: Hey, wait. hey, stop hitting my fingers because you're making me do <laughs> stupid shit. Yeah. Okay, now that's just.
1: I told you there's an. Okay, no, you just went to the.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay, so this is horrible. Okay. Horrible. Can I? On, let me re- no, you can't.
1: Oh, I know how to do it.
0: Let's stop that screen (laughs) share. Let's try share again. Share screen. Boom.
1: Entire screen. Chrome tab. Okay.
0: Let's see. So there we go.
4: Okay.
1: Okay. Now play.
4: Now let's play it. See what we got.
1: (laughs) Is it working?
4: You got to enable sound.
1: Close out that. Where's the sound? And expand it. Expand it. Got it. Now noise.
4: All right. There
0: we go. Okay. So y'all have just... um, Seventy-two, I even.
4: Right. I was right next to At seventy. No, but it's dropping. It's dropping. Yeah, can't. It's do dropped a it. full degree. You can't do it. I was the antagonizer. Oh, Watch that, that EMF that meter. Me. five. Mm, nope. Seventy-two,
2: seventy-one,
4: five. Like I said, you can't do it.
2: I need seventy degrees. You want me to leave this room? Give me seventy degrees.
4: Seven zero zero.
0: Wait, is there and something going on in the background, just like
4: voices? It. A degree and a half. From There's somebody there. Down, and I will leave this room and leave you alone. Until then, I'm here. You might as well get used to it. That's my buddy Dave, and I'm across the way. In one flat, seventy point five. No, you still can't do it. I don't think you you're can. Still going? No. <laughs> seventy point five. You drop it. I will get up and leave this room. I want to see 70 flat. I just came across the stop. I ain't stopping nothing. You can't do it. Can't do it. 70.5. It's trying. It's, it's trying. There's no way. Are you getting this, Pat? Oh, yeah, I got you. 71 even. That's 70 flat. Even. Look, look It's late now. It dropped three look, degrees. I'm right right. yeah, He said i yeah, sorry I
3: offended <laughs> you, and I <laughs> will leave this room
2: I right now. And,
3: and
2: you have proved yourself to me. It's, they
1: Boy, you better walk out after that. Yeah, you I promised. Gotcha. You
2: got to show that to Krista. Okay. okay. He said, he said to apologize. I did. <laughs> okay now i gotta figure this out
0: okay so de-minimize well. those i'm
1: gonna pause this awesome okay i okay. here at the nam
0: show and i'm going to go find the oh my god
1: <laughs> what the heck is going close
4: that window there you go you're closed it's us now there you oh my go my god <laughs> i said give me the damn mouse but yeah, we went, Boy, we you can't be there.
1: working on your phone and working on the damn mouse. I was trying to help out, so stop being doing, an ass. I
0: can do everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know why? You
1: know what? I'm, like, up to here with your uh, fucking attitude, man. That's it. Get out. You Get out. You get out.
0: So uh we're going to take another call from uh Kathy, who's going to tell us some ghost stories. That's my sister, and um I don't know which story she's going to tell, but there was I one. Know. She went uh, I don't know what story she's going to tell, but there was one time in high school where her, my brother, and a bunch of their so friends... why are you to,
1: ruining shit? No,
0: no. I'm not, all I'm going to say is they went to a haunted place. They came home. She was so scared that she woke me up and made, her, made me sleep in her room because she was freaked out. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what to- story she's going to tell, but that's funny. So let's give her a call right here.
1: A call with a an H? A
0: call, yes. With an H? Yeah. You like pushing my buttons? Cool, I'm
1: push everything. You are
0: pushing my buttons. Hello, hello, hello. hey Kathy, you are live. On you are South live Paws. on Southpaw. Tell us why. So, yeah, we got I'm a just Frank live here, on
1: Downtown Disney or uh, Epcot drinking around the world. Oh, oh well, world. hey, we're drinking right here in Texas, so there you go.
0: And Frank's in, ca- right? in California,
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. uh-uh. uh, well, I'm not in
3: California, I am in. Uh,
0: Florida, so Florida, you know. So we everything we've been talking about ghosts and paranormal and stuff we've experienced. Kristen was on a little bit ago, talked about a house we lived in on in Beeville, where she experienced uh-huh. stuff. Frank's been talking; he's a semi-professional amateur uh, paranormal uh, <laughs> investigator, um, more professional than what we are, but we still have fun doing it. Well,
1: yeah, we're not professional, um,
0: so. He's here to so kind of know. chime in on the stories as well that, that we tell and kind of give his, his professional opinions about it. And so uh, what, what do you got going for us, Kathy? All
3: right. So, um, well, I got a couple. So one was when I lived in California and I was a bartender over at the Officers Club and the Chiefs Club. Um, we knew that there was something that was in there. Especially more so on the officer side, and a couple of things that happened that was really weird. Uh, I, w- you know, you close and you're by yourself, so it's closing up, and I thought, man, it just feels really weird. And I saw this older couple that had walked in, and I was like, hey, uh, can you tell them that they can't they can't go through that entrance because it's closed? I don't even know how they got in there, and one of the the people that was helping me close that. And I, I never wanted to be alone because it scared me. He was like, Kathy, uh, there's not an older couple out there. And I was like, I swear to God, I saw it. So like weeks passed, And then I was going through a divorce with my, my ex and I'm sitting in there and I'm crying and at the corner. And one of my friends was there with me and I look over at him and I said, uh, kind of uncomfortable right now can we can we just leave and he uh, his eyes were like as big as saucers and he was like yeah let's go and as soon as we walked out and I closed the door so you know those big sheet trays that they use to like make wings or bake shit or whatever yeah yeah so that flew across the wall and hit it as soon as I closed the door holy
4: shit
3: I was like okay Someone did not uh, like the wings. And I looked at him. I said, "I was like, uh, take a wing, wing, no, no, no." <laughs> I no, mean, I asked him. I was like, hey, Ghost uh, of chicken's past?" <laughs> <laughs> it right out the door. Why did the chicken cross <laughs> Because it, no, mm? I told him. I said, "Um, I I felt something on the back of my neck. Like all the hairs on the back of my neck stood up." And he said, uh, "He goes." Yeah, I saw it. I said, "What did you see?" He said, "It was really big, and it was not very happy." And I wanted to not be in there. He goes, "It's not good." I said, "What do you mean it's not good?" He goes, "Maybe it's feeding off of your energy, but whatever it is, is not good that's in there." <laughs> was and it
0: was, like, was it like a person or just a blob of of energy? Like no, what was he it said? It of?
3: was a big blob. He said it looked like, um, because I never saw it. I just felt like something was looking at me. Have you ever had somebody just stare at you and you know that they're staring at you, that look that you feel like... Yeah. You, that yeah, in the back Cat does it to me all the time.
1: I'm glaring right. at you.
3: Glaring. <laughs> glaring. <laughs> glaring well, at you. I felt it and it made all the hair on the back of my neck stand up. And all I saw was a look on his face, which was his eyes that big and you could tell that he was a little scared. And we, we walked out and that's when that big sheet pan hit and I asked him I was like well what did you see I said I felt it and he said I saw this this big thing that went and it moved towards the top towards the ceiling out around the bar and over behind you and I went what was it he goes bad that's what it was and that's all I was Shit. ever told
0: <laughs> okay Just so bad, so
4: bad. Okay. Is is good enough description in some yeah some, uh, on a
1: scale of one to uh, ten chances. it was bad.
4: <laughs> well, you know, you touched on it. You know, one of the things is with you know a lot of entities that do one they do feed off of personal emotion. So right, and you, I was you,
3: going through a very terrible divorce at the time, and it definitely knew apparently. And I tell you what, I never ever closed that bar by myself again after that. Ever nope.
1: That- <laughs> You don't, no. you don't pay me enough to deal with the other side. <laughs>
3: exactly. uh, no. There was you a- know what's funny? Is that, that working there, and I had told uh, one of my patrons that, and he was from Saudi Arabia because the military used to train people from other countries all the time. You know, we would get British people in, British pilots, and we had some from Saudi Arabia. And I asked him, I said, um, do you guys have that over there? And he goes, oh, we have it everywhere. He goes, and we know that it's everywhere. He goes, think about it. We're the beginning of creation. And, and of course we have death that surrounds us all the time. He goes, our countries are always in a war. He was from Saudi Arabia. And he was talking about how it was nothing for people to see ghosts all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, it's in the
0: Bible. All I want to know is, is in a hundred years from now, are people going to be like, I saw this ghost. It was wearing chinkos and had frosted hair.
4: (laughs) It had a mask on its face.
1: (laughs) You know she she looked like Madonna and like the virgin, like a virgin. Yeah, because like all
0: the ghosts that we see are all Victorian era or whatever. But it's like, are they gonna be are they gonna see like Ross from Friends?
1: There's a ghost
0: and and she was wearing a sweater vest.
1: She keeps tweeting. (laughs) (laughs)
4: She's walking around with a mask on her face.
1: She's doing TikTok dances in my living room.
3: <laughs> She's doing the dance. dance. Now, I will say that I have seen, and I have had more than my fair share. Like when JD, when our brother had passed away, I don't yes. know if we've already talked about that. No, this. go ahead. Okay, so when we, when my brother had passed away, uh, well, mine and JD's brother, and and we, it was devastating because it was it was a very tragic thing, and it was very sudden. So. We are all sitting that morning. We all decided to go sit on his front porch. and we were all sitting there. And it was it was myself. right next to me was our dad. Right next to dad was JD, right next to JD was Cat, and right next to cat was Scott, Randy's best friend, which is our older brother. And now in front of us was my oldest daughter, Kristen, and her at the time uh, boyfriend, and then to my left, was my oldest son. And so, well, my only son, my oldest, my only, whatever. So we're all, I mean, there's a group of us all there. And then the phone rings and here's my side. I see JD answer it. And then JD goes, no, it's not a joke. No, my brother fucking died. It's not a joke. And then right about that point in time, the headlights on the pickup truck our brother's pickup truck turned on and we all stopped and we all looked at each other. Like you see that. And then I looked at dad. I go, dad, you got Randy's keys in your pocket. He goes, I do." Yeah, and I was did. like, mm-hmm. can you check them? And he walked all the way up to the truck and he was hitting the lock and unlock button and the light still didn't turn off. And he opened the door. He goes, the doors are blocked. And he, he opened the door and he said, guys, it was, you had to, at his truck, you had to click it two notches over to turn the lights on. And we all went, what? Mm-hmm. And then we asked his friend, Scott, we're like, Scott, were the lights on? He's like, I pulled my motorcycle right and parked it right in front of that truck. There is no way in hell that those lights could have been on because I would have told you turn your fucking lights off, you idiot, because you left them on. Yeah. But they were off. Well, fast forward about a week or so, and mom comes over and she's crying. And she said, I just saw your brother. And I'm like, what? And she's like, I just saw your brother. He was standing cold, complete, right in front of us. She goes, I just saw him. He was just standing there and he was smiling. His mouth never moved. But he said, mom, I'm Okay. Just know I'm finally happy I love you don't be sad and then that was and she said that she blinked and then he was gone and then she sat down on the front porch and she cried
0: my arms my the hair on my arms is standing up on end like reliving well Kathy was there when when
1: remember Deegan was a baby I mean he wasn't a baby he was like two or three years old when when he passed Again, yeah, he would talk to Randy. He would talk to him? to him and I even to Randy. knew where his injuries were. And we know he was yeah, not at the funeral. Didn't they didn't the know funeral. what happened to him.
0: All like, they knew not- that was Uncle Randy went to heaven. Yes. And that's at all it At the time really they them.
1: didn't know now they know they're old enough to know. Right. But at the time they didn't, right. but he could tell you exactly where his injuries were. Like, mm-hmm. he kept saying his neck was fun? messed up and that his right. arm, like, there was a, uh, like, something sticking out right here. And we're like, oh, like, how the yeah. hell does he know that? But he, yeah, right. Kathy was the first one to point it out. She's like, he's talking to Uncle Randy. And I was like, he's talking to Randy. What? Cause I would ask him, who are you talking to? He's like, I talked to Uncle uh, Randy. And I'm I was, like, oh,
3: what are you talking about? Oh, you know, he's happy. I'm like, oh,
0: okay. I think the only experiences yeah. I ever had with Randy afterwards were uh, dreams. Were in dreams, and mm-hmm. I think that's just psychological, just my brain working well, shit out.
3: I I will tell you the night that Dad died. So, I mean, we okay. had a, a really shitty three years. I'm just yeah. gonna say. Yeah, yeah. And for me, and for me, it was a really shitty four years. But actually, the fourth year was kind of a blessing in disguise. But we, <laughs> whatever. So my our brother passed away. Then then eleven and months, months later, later. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our dad passed away, and then a year later, our uncle passed away, and then a year after that, my
0: ex-husband
1: left me
3: for a chick he was working with. But, I mean, that's a blessing in disguise. And
1: we actually... All the other stuff... And
0: family. then we lost a kid We between, lost a baby um, in
1: between his and dad and his, dad his baby. Yeah, we, we lost baby Two, Trace. Different. Yeah, around there, too. So we had so, a lot of death in a very, so very there was short a lot going on. Yeah. Right.
3: There was yeah. a lot going on.
1: But anyway, the, the night that dad
3: had died, and, and J.D., you and Cat stayed on Mom's couch, and I said, "I was like, Mama, I'll, I'll go in and I'll sleep with you, but I swear to God, you have to wear your pajamas
0: because I will not." <laughs> <let you think laughs> My from that. mom is a that's, hippie, and I'm just going to leave it at that.
1: She sits in her front yard. <laughs> I
0: she lives like, in the country.
1: Uh, that's
3: not happening. You have to wear pajamas. I don't even know if you own a pair, but you have to sleep with something on. Put a shirt on. So I'm in there, and and I go to sleep with her, and I wake up, and it was like. 5 55 in the morning and i see my dad standing right at the bedside and he looked good he didn't have his glasses on his hair was dark and now our dad had salt and pepper hair and it was thinning. and he had glasses when he passed right so and he passed and if you knew the story he, he basically he passed at home yes he went in to go to the bath he, he tells mom yeah, I'll go to the ER. Let me just go to the bathroom and he collapses and dies. Which, by the way, that's how I want to go. Super fast.
1: Not me. Sex. I want to go during sex.
4: <laughs> I want to go because Super of sex. Fat. You just want to traumatize the other person.
1: As long as I, I want to come and then go.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that
1: is my dream.
4: Come and go and traumatize.
3: <laughs> Did you hear your nephew? He goes, that's a banger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> That's my dream. Everyone's got their dream. That's my dream.
3: (laughs) So I see dad there and I was like, wow, he looks great. And then he said, he looks right at me and he he said, uh, I said, dad, and he said, I love you, boo. And I was like, I love you too. And he goes, tell your mom I love her. I said, I will. He goes, tell your mom that everything's going to be okay. I said, okay. And then he said, take care of your mom. I said, I will. He goes, tell your brother I love him. I said, I will. And then that was it. And then he was gone. Well, then like it was right after he was, it was right before he was buried, but it was after his funeral. So the way that it worked out, our dad's funeral was one day and then it was buried a couple of days later, just the way it worked. So it was in between that time. And it was the weirdest thing because I woke up 5.55 in the morning and there is my dad standing at my bedside holding my brother's hand, like holding hands, like if they're fixing to go skip merrily along the way. And they're holding hands and they're both smiling. And dad says, tell your mom I have your brother. I said, okay. And he goes, tell your mom I love her. I said, okay. And he goes, we have to go. I said, okay. And then that was it. And then they were both gone. Well, then my mom called me in tears. And she's like, Kathy, I need you to come over. I'm like, oh my God, are you okay? She goes, something just happened. I'm like, what? She goes, I'll tell you when you come over. We'll just do coffee. I'm like, oh my God, okay. So I get my clothes on and I run over to her house and she's like, Kathy, the weirdest thing happened. She goes, I was woken up at six o'clock this morning. I said, okay. She goes, it was your dad and Randy. I saw them. Your dad never said anything to me, but it was the backside of them. It was your dad and your brother and they were walking towards a big, beautiful bright light. And the closer they got to the light, the younger that your brother got. And she said, he was about five when he walked through the light with your dad. And then that was it.
0: And I was never visited by any of them because they didn't love me.
1: You're such a liar. You were,
0: you
3: were
1: not the favorite. You know, part. you want to know no, why? My you, problem was no. I
0: was extremely drunk. Oh, for do you, a want, no. you want to, want to
1: know why? Cool? Because they know you won't listen for shit. That's why.
0: <laughs> valid. <laughs> Very Nick valid. Tell you one
1: about Randy. Yeah. Well, Nick will
3: tell you one about Randy. Hold on.
2: Yeah, so it was, I mean, it was basically in the month after he'd passed. And I was—I think I was about 16 or 17 at the time. Um, obviously, being a dumb teenager and kind of not knowing shit, I was, I was asking for him. I was calling out to him in my room at like 9 o'clock at night. I was like, hey, Uncle Randy, if you hear me, you know, just give me a sign. And like right after that, my Xbox turned on. And I was like, okay, that's kind of a weird coincidence right there. So I shut it off and I was like, that's fucking weird. And I went and told my mom about it and my mom came back in. I did the same thing. My Xbox turned on again. I was like, okay, don't do that anymore. And so
3: it happens. You're like, you, you said, all right, uh, I'm going to turn it off because maybe it's a glitch or something. And he yeah. said, if it's really you, do it again. And then it did it. And you're like, okay, you're creeping me out.
2: <laughs> I said, never do it again. And after that, I've never had any signs of them at all. The only. <laughs> Thing I've ever heard is Kristen telling me stuff that he told her in her dreams but he's never come to me again after that hmm. yeah that's I was like, oh.
1: hi Nick welcome to an adult podcast by the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hi Nick me again on this,
0: you know? <laughs> yeah it's weird knowing that my nephew is, his is old enough to, to yeah, yeah he's
1: drinking around the world at Disney right now your nephew yeah that's the whole purpose
3: of us being here is so that we could drink around the world my god do you remember so how little drinking. he was
1: he was smaller than I just the bottle of champagne, oh shit oh god I, I she's gonna get point. kicked out of Disney again
0: <laughs>
4: so so what do you got Frank so she said that it happened she said it happened at five fifty five every morning yes what was yes. your dad's routine in the mornings when he got uh, in the
3: my my dad would come home at night he would uh, he would fall asleep out on the couch. Mm-hmm.
4: I'm he not slept sleeping. In like nine my or ten, and
3: my mom bitched at him to wake up. I mean, nothing spectacular. When did he I mean, wake when, up in when, the morning? What time did
4: he wake up in the mornings?
3: Between well, my mom would force him to get up at uh, probably between nine and ten. I don't know. I, I, he liked to sleep in, but all I
1: knew.
0: No, his work days. I don't know what time he and got. He up. worked
1: all the time, so he might have woken well, it up. I mean, he literally
0: six. worked until the day he died. Yeah,
1: he might have woken up at six he to go to work. Up.
0: I'm wondering
4: because well, that sounds like
3: it. He was doing a morning, a day, or like the the day that he came home. So he got, he came home from work at ten o'clock at night because he was doing a mid shift because they had to alternate, right? So they did mornings, mids, and and then night shift. Yeah. Well, my dad was on the mid shift. He had come home that night, got home at like eleven, between eleven and eleven thirty. And mom said, You don't look so good. And
0: no, it was said, before well, that because mom called me and I was still she
1: called awake. to ask how to do CPR.
0: Yeah, it was like yeah. ten o'clock when she called me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it but he had just
3: come home. Yeah. From work. So whatever time that mid that swing shift
1: was, you know, that mid shift. God bless me. Whatever. <laughs> sorry. You what? Oh, I'm so sorry. There has been a sneeze stuck in my nose all day and it just released on freaking podcast but you know what god bless you thank you Jesus sorry go ahead I'm
3: just yes, well, I don't I don't really know I just know that sometimes he had to wake up early at, at five-ish and sometimes he had to wake up
1: hey is it bad if I take uh my my uh, <gasps> Right now with but Betty wakes it's up. Totally not bad, right? But Betty wakes up around wakes up around six every morning. So maybe he was. that yeah, she, yeah, she yeah, mom an early riser. Maybe that's why. Maybe yeah, he was on her schedule.
4: A lot More of things, for once. A lot of times, whenever an entity does, you know, present itself, it's usually within a routine or a time that yeah. they're they're used to, or you know, a time that you know the well, person is accustomed to as well.
1: Like it's a significant time.
4: Yeah, significant got time. it.
1: Got it. Significant.
3: Because I was trying to think. I used to get up at like four thirty to go to work because Cat and I used to drive from from Beville down to Corpus to go to work at the hospital down True. there, and I would get four thirty. But that, I mean, it was all. It wasn't necessarily a time that I would associate something with me. So maybe it would be something with him or my mom. Maybe. Maybe. I don't
0: know.
3: But I just thought it was weird. It was
0: or maybe way, he just wanted to be the fun guy he was and be like, ha, eh, fuck you, I'm waking you up at 5.55. 55. <laughs> Betty
1: woke yeah. me up for every day for Look. 40 years. I'm going to wake y'all's asses up. <laughs> he didn't wake me up saying, it's time to
2: get up. It's time to get up.
1: It's <laughs> time to get up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it could have been that worse. could have Revely. been the fries are done shit, shit. Oh no, Dad I used, used <laughs> to
0: do that Reveille for, he would actually say, it's <gasps> time to get up. It's time. He would,
1: no, oh yeah.
0: It was Revely. Well, with those words when he woke you up that's awesome it wasn't fun
1: oh my god <laughs> my daddy's flip on lines to go up up that's why every time jenny would be like hurry up i'm like i'm gonna fuck i can't smack my dad i can smack you motherfucker i can get you oh my
0: god it's my drill sergeant that would say that okay anyway, hurry up yeah he'd go uh, like up just- Straight okay. up, dire fam,
1: up! And Dad's probably watching right now. I love you, but oh my God, I did not want you to wake me. I wanted to smack you, <laughs> but I couldn't because I was terrified of you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, Kathy, um, we definitely appreciate the phone call and you sharing. Um, enjoy the rest of your Disney vacation. Yes, tell so jealous. we say
1: we love y'all um, and y'all. we let you go so me. we can... Don't get kicked you. out!
0: <laughs> yeah, don't get kicked out of Disney.
1: Oh, I can't. Tell him I'm to stop saying pussy in the bar at Disney and you'll get kicked
0: out. Yeah, you hey, can't, look. You can't say four it or five other words.
1: Pretty nasty
3: thing <laughs> a couple of days ago at the bar at Disney and we did not get kicked out. The bartender <laughs>
1: laughed
2: at them. All it. All it caused was the bartender remembered me the next day. Hey, so because she
1: got a huge tip from your mom so you wouldn't get kicked out. That's why. Well, yeah, that's no, true. I,
2: I, went, I went to the bar. It's like, oh, yeah, you're my foul mouth customer. What do you want? <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: uh, Ed is. <laughs> <laughs> yet another generation. Go drink around the world for all of us. Yep. We have, love you.
0: Have a drink in Ireland for me. <laughs> but
1: already, right, All right,
0: well, we love you all. Y'all enjoy uh, okay. your vacation. We'll talk to you later. All
1: right, love you say Bye. All right. Bye. So... We're already an hour and 13 minutes in this, so I think it's time we get to the.
0: Well, real quick. Oh, sorry. um, I just want to let it be known that when I pass away, I want to wake like we had for my dad. Um, We had uh, an an Irish Irish wake where we had like, there was wood stacked up like seven foot tall before we lit it on fire. He doesn't
1: want Jameson, okay? No Jameson.
0: I do want, I want, I want whiskey passed around, but I'm not a big fan of Jameson. But yeah, the last time I drank Jameson is when as at my dad's funeral. Yes. But he doesn't like
1: Jameson. No Jameson will be at JD's wake. If you bring Jameson, you can drink that. But yeah,
0: I want an Irish wake. I want everybody to get fucking hammered around a gigantic bonfire. I want everybody to be laughing and talking stories about how much of a big fucking idiot I was.
1: (laughs) Good. We were going to burn something in effigy. I hope that's okay.
0: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Burn, burn something cool.
1: <laughs> burn something cool. He says.
0: Burn something cool, like a government building or, I don't yeah, know. no, what we was don't. School, <laughs> school, I don't something know. like that.
1: Wasn't planning on that.
0: So we are going to start telling the story of the house that we lived in. That God is
4: completely this, interested. Frank, in. Frank, do you paranormal. have like
1: one more story before we close out with our stuff?
4: I would say the only one that I've got is. Whenever I was in high school, there was this old abandoned um, school. It was the elementary in Lafferty back in Ohio um, before they moved them and combined them in other schools and everything else. And we always wanted to go down there and see what it was. And finally, one day, we were, I was thinking about 15, we decided to go down there. And if anybody remembers the old schools, they actually had rocking chairs in the rooms when they would tell stories and, you know, story time with the kids and stuff like that. So we went into the the school and one of the rooms actually had a rocking chair in it, in one of the rooms. Mm -mm. And when we went in there, you felt just the temperature was like at least 15 degrees colder than it was. And it was already freaking wintertime. So it was already in the, you know, 20s or so. This is a
1: hell no already. It was a lot
4: colder in that room. And all of a sudden, the rocking chair started moving just out of nowhere. And then mind you, okay, the windows were broken, maybe a gust of wind or whatever. No, it was no way the wind did it. It was rocking like somebody was in that damn thing. And all as we heard was just this straight growl. And all five of us, no, six of us, it was six of us decided to go, we decided to freak. We just darted out. One guy literally went across the way. We were on the second story, jumped through the window, jumped out, and ran out the field. And we're going back <laughs> out the main entrance.
1: Oh shit!
4: Yeah, and he broke his ankle.
1: <laughs> oh well, yeah. Like well, yeah, you know. oh, fuck, it
4: happens when you when you <laughs> jump. <laughs> yeah. So that that was one of the ones that you know. Those are the two main incidents when I was a kid that really got me into the wanting to pursue the paranormal when I got older
1: well yeah yeah no no yeah, okay and one you had me I was out at cold okay <laughs> two I was out at rocking chair I'm like nope yeah not today Satan
0: rocking chairs are not creepy today. as fuck right yeah
1: that's what I want to rig up for next year it's going to be the cradle is going to be rocking and I'm going to get a rocking chair and that's going to be in the corner like
0: exactly awesome awesome I don't know why but I can hear your echo not mine Can you hear my yoga (laughs) now? No. So,
1: so, Frank, we're gonna close out with our story, so we're gonna let you go, so you're not have to sit there and look super fly in your hat.
0: (laughs) Man, we appreciate you. um, Thank you so much for coming. We're definitely off the touch base offline. um, Absolutely. Just because. I love the paranormal to an shit. Thing. Yeah, we're gonna have to make it a thing. Let's we're gonna do, have to do this like, do we're gonna and, and thing, one, when you finally move out of California and yeah. move to South Texas,
1: <laughs> or you could come and do the haunted tour with us at that ho- at that hospital oh, and definitely. make a trip of it. And you come stay let's with us, it. go to the beach let's the next it. day. Yeah, yeah,
0: fuck yeah. yeah, totally down. Uh, let's but do uh, and we appreciate you coming in. Uh, you uh, we'll be talking to you later, Frank. Take care. Thank
1: you so much for sharing your stories. We appreciate it.
4: Definitely have a good one. Glad to be here, guys. All right, have a great one.
1: All right. So now it's time to get to nitty to gritty.
0: I did not mean to close it as quickly as I did. That, that was, was so very rude. abrupt. I'm sorry. He's like, thanks. <laughs> I did not mean to do it that fast. It was, it was an accident. Cut. Frank, if you're watching in the slide, I'm really sorry. I did not mean to click it that quickly. If he I...
1: just landlined you. Slam! <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: So. If you know, you know. So we're going to get right into this. Yes, so we
1: are.
0: when Kat and I, we were engaged to be engaged. Um, no, we were no,
1: engaged, asshole.
0: We were engaged. Um, her parents did not like the fact that we were engaged, did not like me at all. Uh, moved her away to college, to a different college, like eight hours away. Didn't
1: move me away. I went to that college so I didn't have to go to Nebraska, which was the university that offered me it. I you should have should, probably gone to Nebraska.
0: You were going to be a corn. Husker. But I
1: wanted to stay to, in Texas so but, I could be close to you.
0: Yeah. So I sold everything I owned, like which is all just music equipment. And uh, moved up to Tyler, not knowing a fucking thing about Tyler, Texas. Um, I went to a uh, a property management place and I was like, I found this house. It was beautiful brick home, three quarters acre property, gigantic, like 80 foot tall, mature pine trees, fenced in backyard, established neighborhood, $505 a month. I'm like fucking sold because that's right about my so, budget
1: yeah because i was renting an apartment and he was renting an apartment and we just couldn't afford to pay rent in two places even though my parents were like we're not you know anyway yeah so they weren't gonna help us with rent we knew that so we tried to find a place we could afford and jd found that place and i was like this can't be real
0: so this yeah real. it was 505 dollars a month it's crazy. fucking ridiculous well yeah. And and to give you a little bit of a picture, it was a duplex, but it wasn't built seriously as a duplex. It was it's a um, house
1: in a nice. It was a house that
0: somebody had bought, and they just put a partition in the hallway and made it a duplex. So one side was a one bed, um, with like a living room, kitchenette, all yes. put together, and the other side was like big house. It was it was a big two, two bedroom. bedroom. Awesome. And. Um, we move into this house and nothing happens for like two weeks. We don't even think anything about anything. And it starts off with you wake up and every light in the house would be on. I'm talking
2: yes.
1: bedroom
0: lights, living room light, kitchen lights, light, porch light, yeah, uh light. uh microwave light, oven light. light, Closet light. If there was a light that could be turned on, it would turn on. Now, mind you, I I'm thought working, it was him. I thought it was her. We I was working construction under the table. I you was, know, framing houses. She's working part time. I was
1: mood lighting at the hospital at night as an EKG tech, working the emergency So we're room. we're so making bringing, we're both, both making to the candle, trying to make ends meet.
0: Yeah, we're both working barely over minimum wage type jobs because she's in college Basically. and I'm just a retard. And you're I'm like,
1: Betty's cute. But I'm getting guitar.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm getting pissed off at her because I think that she's the one doing it. Because we can't afford the utilities to be burning. And this was before LED lights. Everything was still incandescent lights. I thought it was him. She thought it was me. So then from the lights, it goes to waking up. And not only are all the lights on, but all the doors would be open. Closet doors, cabinet doors, microwave door, oven door. Yes. And then the front and back door had the uh, dud bolts that could only be locked or unlocked with a key. There was no just regular twist thingy; You had to use a key to unlock those. Yes.
1: Even so from the inside.
0: for those to be unlocked, but every window still closed. I'm like, how the fuck did this happen? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I tell either you're fucking with me or one of us is sleepwalking. Those are the only two scenarios because I know it's not me. I'm not doing it. It wasn't me. And it wasn't her.
1: So the next experience I believe was mine. Yeah, it was. So, um, like I said, burning both ends of the candle. I'm going to college during the day. Plus, I have a job at the zoo during the day. And then at night, I'm working as an EKG tech at the emergency room. So, somewhere in between there, I'm trying to study and, you know, like have a life, whatever. I don't even know what time of evening it was. 10? 10? In the evening, eight in the evening, I don't even know. I just know it was evening time. The sun was down and I'm exhausted. So I'm sitting, the sh- I'm in the shower, but I'm not standing. I'm sitting down because I'm exhausted. Just done. So I'm sitting in the shower and um, I see JD's hand like go between the shower curtain and the shower wall. And it's like facing me and it starts like, coming towards me with the curtain. and i'm like ha not funny not in the fucking mood and it just keeps coming towards me coming towards me coming towards me and i'm like jd it's not funny and it keeps coming towards me. i'm like jd seriously it's like like maybe less than a foot like in eight inches from my face i'm like seriously i'm fucking done like leave me alone jd opens the bathroom door and he goes what'd you say babe and i'm like holy shit it wasn't fucking jd's arm
0: then no, it I, the I was sitting thinking- the curtain.
1: it opened the curtain
0: I was sitting on the couch watching TV and I hear her the last, I guess it was the last time and loudest time. She says, JD is not fucking funny, but I didn't hear what she said. I just heard her yell something. So I'm like, sli- uh, swing open the door. I'm like, what babe? And I see the shower curtain moving, but I don't see any arm or hand or body or anything like that. I see I the shower saw body. Curtain
1: move. I saw an arm. I saw the hand I saw from about, and I even have the goosebumps because it scared the shit out of me. Even now, like thinking back, I saw from about here down, like up,
0: whatever. Now, less than a week later, and and Kat's already said she's burning both ends. We both the were. I mean,
1: you had multiple jobs. I had multiple jobs. So you do what you got to do.
0: Again, I was taking a break, just watching TV, and Cat was taking a nap in in the bed. And oh my god, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, Josephine. <Justin Dane! laughs> So, cat's <laughs> taking a nap, and and the way that the, the house now. is set up, if if I'm watching TV and I'm looking directly ahead, and I look kind of to my right, I can see through the bedroom door. I can see most of the bed, and then across the the wait.
1: Time out before that. At night, the reason I was napping during the day was because at night our door handle started jiggling, like our door handle to our bedroom. We had two doors to our bedroom. Did that? One, ha-
0: no, that happened afterwards. No,
1: that was before. That's why I was napping during the day. I wasn't sleeping at night. Remember. Oh. So anyway, we had two doors to our bedroom. One was through the living room. So if you're standing, if you're sitting on the couch and you're watching TV, you can see into our bedroom. We have another couch in there because our bedroom was massive. But also, if you go through the kitchen, it goes to the laundry room and then into our bedroom. So the laundry room connects directly to our bedroom as well, which is awesome because you just throw great. your clothes in there. It was amazing. But um, the door handles were jiggling, like like, and then like someone was trying to break in. So I'm like JD. So he got charlie chuck whatever he called it his baseball bat or whatever and would like go and search the house to get someone who broke in because we i mean someone was moving like jd was like holding onto the handle and it was moving so at night every night this was happening like someone was trying to break into our bedroom but the doors weren't even locked but someone was jiggling the handle the doors were moving not just the laundry room like as if the washer and dryer were going both doors this was happening and it was random which door would happen, you know, sometimes both at the same time. So at night, this kept happening. So we weren't sleeping well at night. So it was like, okay, don't have a lot of options for napping. So randomly, I got uh, clinicals got canceled one day. So I was napping. So go ahead. Sorry.
0: So yeah, so she was napping out and I just happened to, to look into the bedroom from the living room and I've told this story multiple times and the only way that I've been able to, to verbalize what I saw was if you can remember the old tube style TVs before there was digital television and there was a channel that you didn't have, it would be that static, the white, the black and white snow. Just... Yeah. And so imagine a three dimensional shadow of a male figure that what made of that. And you can see through it, but you can see feature. You can see the nose. You can see the eyes, but there was no color of anything. You couldn't tell clothing, uh, anything. And it's sitting on the couch. It stands up, walks over towards the bed, leans over cat. And by the time I could wrap my brain around what's going on, poof, it's gone. And I run into the bedroom. My like, cat, get the fuck out of here. You got to go. Yeah. And so I get her out of there. And again, I clear the house. I'm like, someone's here, rationalizing it. It's this is a human fucking being. Um things just progressively get worse. We'll touch base on on that on the uh individual instances uh but we you there was that one you point You want to go back
1: and forth? That really, that could be fun. Like I'll tell one thing, you tell another.
0: Okay, um let me let me talk about the, when the landlord had to go over there real quick yeah, 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 and then go we'll go it. to that. So being a rented place, um we had some some issues where he had to call the landlord to come fix them. There was something, something was wrong with the, the main plumb, of was, the plumbing. I was
1: going to say it was plumbing outside. issue. That's all I remember.
0: And I was very cautious that's about right. how I... my
1: yard flooded. Yeah. Because it backed up or something.
0: Yeah. I was very cautious about how I worded my questions. And mind you, this is all before any of the paranormal shows, uh, the the <laughs> investigator shit. Um, but I was very cautious about how I worded this question. While he was there repairing something, I asked him, Hey, do any of your other tenants have any problems? And that was it. And he goes, what, about it being haunted? And I'm like, you (laughs) motherfucker. And that's when we found out that there was a double homicide in the house in 1991. And And, I did all the research. and
1: And did you know that there's a code word for a house being haunted? So we went through a real estate agency to find the house. That's how JD found the house. He went through a real estate agency asking if they had rentals. Apparently because we were like, we're gonna sue y'all. Y'all didn't tell us it was haunted. They said, technically, we did. Oh, really? How? We told you it had charisma.
0: Yeah, a house with charisma. A house
1: with charisma house. is a term for a house being haunted. So years later, when we bought this house that we currently own, we go, Oh, does it have charisma? And she goes, and our real estate agent goes, How how did you know about charisma? And <laughs> <laughs> we're like, oh thing. She goes, it's a thing. It's a thing, but not a lot of people know about it. Like, only real estate agents know about it, I guess, and only like hardcore professional real estate agents know about it. If it's like a Joe Blow, who's also a firefighter, who's also a real estate agent, no. But like, it's like this past secret. If they say charisma, it means the place is haunted.
0: So yeah, if you if you're looking at a house that has charisma,
1: it's haunted.
0: They're probably finding a haunted house.
1: And we would probably buy it and live there because we're (laughs) stupid. (laughs)
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, totally. Love. So, so, what story about the house do you want to tell?
1: Okay, well, I'm gonna tell. Ooh, should I start with the bad one, or should I start with like one of the other ones? Just go. Okay, so I am doing dishes one day. JD is on his way home from work. He's working construction at the time, and I'm doing dishes. And uh, looking out the back window of our kitchen, like over our kitchen sink, looking out the back window and our dog just stopped and just looks at me. And I'm like, what the hell is he doing? And all of a sudden the pile of dishes next to me shifts. And I look down and I'm like, okay, I'm clearly going fucking crazy because I'm not sleeping well, obviously. So I'm starting to do dishes and everything. And I hear a whistle coming from the laundry room. So I stop, I turn the water off, like, what the fuck was that? I heard the whistle go from my right behind me into the living room. So I turned to look at it and the pile of dishes that we had sitting there flew across the countertop and smashed against the wall. And I was like, holy shit, like I flipped the fuck out. was like, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not staying here. So JD gets home, I'm on the front porch, like you deal with it. I'm not. I'm fucking out. I'm out. I'm out.
0: Like it was this- There was another time when you and I were doing dishes together. And this is like a galley style kitchen where right? yes. it's just like it's cabinets and, and 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 countertops on both sides, straight shot down, and is the so we're doing um dishes together. Yes. And something ran past us from the living room to the utility room, pushed us both into the, the
1: slam the door shut
0: into the uh, countertop, slam the door shut. And I told Kat, I'm like, stay the fuck here. And I ran around because as we already established, the other room uh, uh, door goes to the bedroom. And so I run around and into our bedroom and I'm like, I'm ready to just beat some ass, beat wholesale ass. Yep. And I go to open up the utility room door, and mind these are just like normal interior doorknobs. There's no locks on them. There's no, no. I can't open the door. So I'm trying to turn it, and it's not budging whatsoever. So I'm getting pissed, thinking that somebody's inside, like holding it. So I try to turn it. And then it starts turning the opposite direction that I try to turn it. And 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 I'm still in denial. I still think it's something human. And I'm fighting it. And finally, I'm just like, I want to step back. I'm just going to wait for this person to come out. And I let go of it. And it's jiggling, 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 jiggling. And then it stops. And then I'm like, all right. And I go and I go to open it. And I'm like ready to just fucking just start punching, kicking, whatever, biting pulling hair, you know, speed bag, the nuts, whatever I got to do. And I open it up and there's nobody there and there's no windows. There's no attic access. There's nothing in this room whatsoever. Washer, dryer, walls. That's it. I'm like, what the fuck? And Kat's manning the other door. This door is still closed.
1: I have no idea what the fuck is going on. He went to our bedroom. I expect him to come around through the Living room behind me, and he never got there. So I'm freaking out. Like my husband disappears, this fucking goes to the house. Like what the hell is happening?
0: So which story do you want to tell next to the house?
1: So uh, the the worst, the worst one for me. Um, well the second, the top two, top two, top two, top stories. twelve. So well top three. I don't know. There's a lot. Okay, so <laughs> I was sick. I had the flu. I was not feeling good. Um, so I was up through the night, throwing up, you name it. So I woke up in the middle of the night, and on, here's our bedroom, door, door. On my side of the bed is our dresser that has the mirror on it. So I'm leaning over and I'm coughing and like trying not to throw up. And I look up and there's a guy standing on the other side of our bed, staring at me. And he's not wearing a shirt.
0: She sees it in the mirror that's on the I back of the dresser. I the mirror,
1: and I see him standing behind me, and he's got one hand over the other in front of him, and he's glaring at me. And he's, I mean, eye contact. He's not wearing a shirt. He looks like he's in his 20s, and he's just staring at me. And I'm staring back, and I'm terrified. And I'm like, and I know I've got a wig, JD, but I just know as soon as I do, he's going to fucking murder us. Like, he's just glare when he's when I say he's glaring I mean he is like like I'm going to kill you i have already planned your death out and I I think some guys broke in our house and he's gonna kill us like that was my thought the way he was looking at me and I'm like oh shit but I have to wake JD like the only chance I have is with him so I'm like babe so I I go to grab his arm I look up not only is he not there JD goes what and the door slams shut as if the guy left and slammed the door. And J.D. goes, what the fuck was that? I was like, there's a guy. He was standing on the other side of the bed. So he's like, what the fuck? So he gets out of bed.
0: Again, a fruitless (laughs) attempt at clearing the house with nothing. And
1: and J.D. literally said, he goes, every door is locked from the inside. Every single door. He's like, no one's here. And I was like, babe, I, I saw him. He goes, I heard the door slam. I can vouch for that. He's like, but... Every door is locked from the inside because like I said, like he said, it took a key even from the inside to lock the doors, even the deadbolts. There was no way for someone to exit that fast and lock the doors. There's no way it couldn't have happened.
0: So to, to give a little more background about the house, we we briefly talked about how there was a double homicide. Yes. Um, I ended up doing the research uh, to the point of getting the 911 transcripts. Um, about it and it was the this guy went to go kill his estranged wife uh, she was living with mom and grandma in this house Um, she was not there so he said fuck it I'm killing mom and grandma Well, he, he didn't, went there
1: to kill her though
0: And but he didn't just kill them and he used a shotgun and he tortured them yes. but like while well, I'm talking he blew off their arms with the shotgun and let, let them let bleed one, out he
1: let one call 911
0: yeah and it was horrific like he's horrific. on the recording
1: in the background he let her call nine one one,
0: and he was caught convicted and eventually Didn't even care. um was given lethal injection his last words were i don't see what the deal was i just got rid of a, a mother-in-law
1: he thought it was fucking
0: hilarious <laughs> but that's the guy that was haunting our house i do believe yes. and, and, and,
1: and i was blonde hair blue eyed just like his wife so the only were you blonde I was blonde
0: at the time. Okay. Yeah. I have no clue what your real hair color is. Yeah. Not, not whatsoever.
1: Only Miss Claire all knows. So
0: we're running almost, um, an hour and 40 minutes into this. They we're, we're not even done. We oh like, no. So we're going to many- have to do, we're, the next time we do a haunted, um, episode which we're gonna have multiples a year just because i love this shit
1: oh my god there's so many stories from that house have we, we
0: are gonna yet? have to tell so many more stories well,
1: guess what? next time i will bring my mother my mother on because she stayed with us and had an experience there
0: well so... we'll have to have your sister who we sublet the uh spare room that to too. halfway through and the talk lease.
1: about the uh hunting knife that so the there seat.
0: are so many more stories um after you watch this do me a favor i want everybody that watches this to um type up a little synopsis of any of the stories that they've done that they've seen in person post them to the page i love this shit and if we look if if we see it we're gonna feature that that story if we like it And, and uh one way or another we're gonna feature those stories um but when you are out on Halloween, we know it's coming this weekend. Um, please be safe. Stay away from the slutty girls um, and, and the slutty costumes. <laughs> look,
1: she may look like a nurse. They have no
0: good intentions.
1: Listen, she may look like a nurse, but she's got diseases. Trust me, don't do it.
0: Yeah, but about right. there's going to be all kinds of Halloween parties going on this weekend. Um, please, if you get too drunk to drive, stay where you're at. Find an Uber, a Lyft, a sober ride home. Um we want to keep you coming so that we can still keep getting sponsors. Oh, we're going to So keep this keep is you all coming. selfish.
1: We're going to keep you coming. <laughs>
0: nah. Man, this had the least amount of dick and fart jokes ever. I'm
1: so disappointed in us. <laughs> I know. We let you down by,
0: by having a serious conversation. This um, should
1: not prevent pornographic talk.
0: <laughs> but don't forget um, that you can find all the past episodes on uh, any of your favorite podcasting hosting places, uh, Apple, iTunes, Podcaster, Google Podcast, blah, blah, blah. The rest of them. Uh, What do you got? You're staring at me like you have to...
1: I don't know. Back next week, same haunted time, same haunted place.
0: Same beard time, same beard channel. (laughs) But thank you all for watching. We love y'all and y'all have a great night. We'll talk to to you. We love you. Bye.